Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beard podcast. Today, a special after Christmas, Merry Christmas to everybody episode of the uh, Dad in a Beer series. And I have probably the most wonderful guest of all that I've had on any of my podcasts, and that is my beautiful wife, Aww. Aww. Um, Kelly. And I, I'm not going to call you Mrs. Al the Brewer in all this. <laughs> Uh, but we'll just leave Kelly at it. Sound good? Great. Babe? I mean, I'm going to call you babe the whole time. Yes. Yes. You'll see that part of our relationship. I'm just babe. Babe. I mean, that's pretty much it from from me. I don't think I call you... I, I, I don't think I call you Kelly all too often. No. I think I've yelled Kelly in a store just so that I would get your attention at some point in time. Yeah. I'm pretty alarmed if you call me Kelly within our four walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the only time I've said that has been like, hey... Or I say Kel. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't do much else beyond babe. So. Yeah, makes me feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> oh, and there's Rhoda, of there's course. Our cat. Yeah. Is anybody looking for a cat? If you look for one, just <laughs> DM me, please. I promise you that she's not too annoying. Um, so we're just going to live with cat noise for now. Um, we are drinking a mm. excellent, I've got to say, this might be one of my favorite beers of the year. Uh, 2016 uh, Firestone Walker Sticky Monkey, a West Coast Belgian quad, and it is beautiful. It's delicious. It's one of the ways that I was got that I got you on this podcast tonight was by <laughs> opening up this beer. You might have bribed me with beer. It's possible. <laughs> and it's funny because you are nowhere near into beer as I am. No. Which we'll get into a little later. But, um, okay, Kelly, or that sounds so weird to say. <laughs> um, we're on the Dad into Beer podcast, and I've been wanting to do this with you um, because while I am the dad and husband and partner that is into beer, you are the other half, and I could not be doing all of these things without you. That be- is true. I mean, for one, you make the money in the relationship. <laughs> I'm more than happy to quote that out um but also um i i'm a big fan of equal partnership i think we're both a big fan of making sure that we're both equally contributing to the relationship Mm -hmm. um we both have come from uh conservative church backgrounds where like man is house man is um you know head of household blah 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 and we have not really stuck to that at all no i feel like we we try to be equal leaders egalitarian i would say yeah yeah, so um, I would not be doing this if I did not have your blessing in all this. So I want to make sure just going on the record, say I love that about you and that this has been an amazing adventure to go on with all this. I know nothing about beer, podcasting stuff, uh, and just the way that you've supported me through all of my brewing fun adventures and all the different paths that that has led down. Oh, well, thanks, babe. Just I... making sure you know that. Part of what I fell in love with about you is your passion for all this. And when you when you go into one of your passions, it's all in. And uh, I see that in the way that 
you love me and our girls, but also in the way that you have tackled this and guitar and everything else. So oh. it, it goes with the package when you marry Mr. Alan Haida. <laughs> Um, so let's start off. I'm trying to think where to start off with this. Let's start off with us real quick. And that's a baby. That is a baby. We're going to have to pause. We're going to have to pause. Ready. Okay. So third time's a charm. Third time's the charm. Let's do this. <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, real, I think that the joke that Kelly and I have is, um, um, parenting life, real life. That's, yeah. that's like real life parenting right there. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But the beer is still good. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to dive into this, babe? Yes. What do you got for me? Okay. So we've gone only over so many of the, the thoughts and questions that I had. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to keep these kind of fresh so that it was like, oh, in the moment. So yeah. uh, we're going to do, uh, let's, let's let everybody know a little bit about us minus beer. Okay. Okay. And then we'll move into your own personal history with alcohol. So mm-hmm. let's do a quick us minus beer, alcohol, and all that. Um, you start. Sure. So we've been together like 11 years now. Is that what we decided? Around that. Married for seven. Um, it'll so be seven in March. It'll be seven in March. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was rounding mm-hmm. up. Rounding up. Um, we met as students at Pepperdine, mm-hmm. started dating thereafter, um, a few years after for Alan. Yep. And so basically I've been with you since I was like 24. Yeah. I don't really know much of adult life before you, to be honest. Um, yeah. Cause we were both students at Pepperdine. There's a picture of us on opposite sides at the beach. Yeah. It was a big party, like not party, but like 30 people. And yeah. everyone clubbed up for a picture. So we were obviously in the same crowd, but not really. But we had similar circles of friends. But not really on each other's radar in any. No, not in any way like that. Yeah. I was, I, I was, yeah, I was me. You were you. We were just different, very different people. You weren't going to date that a sorority we, girl. Not Let's that we honest. weren't. No, I was not. <laughs> not that we weren't like, like, like that we didn't like each other anyway, but it was just like, yeah. I knew you, you knew me, but it was like, oh yeah, no, no, no. we were doing our own thing. Yeah. We were, so yeah. it's all good. We probably wouldn't have worked then anyway. No, so. we would not. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we did not date in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, yeah, we'd met, um, kind of reconnected after a few years mm-hmm. after college. And then, yeah, we dated for four years, Yeah. um, engaged for six months. And then, yeah, this is our It'll be five years in February. It's December right now, uh, living in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so we were in California for our first two years of marriage. Yeah, and then moved out here. Been here ever since. Yeah. And yeah, we have fun together. We mm-hmm. laugh a lot. We're good partners. We're great partners. Like We're, we're Team mean, Ida. We are. Yeah. We think we're awesome, but we should, so, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so... Let's move into you now, your own personal history with alcohol. And we'll say kind of before me. Yeah. So I um, really didn't heavily drink before you. Um, <laughs> I, I I grew up with alcohol being some, consumed some in the home, not a lot. And honestly, didn't really drink much in college. And then kind of after I graduated and got on my own, <clears throat> started getting into it, kind of started exploring wine mm-hmm. first. Um, really developed a flavor for that. Um, but really, I mean, I started, I think I started exploring it more once you and I were in a relationship and we discovered that was something that we enjoyed doing together, um, going out to wineries and wine tasting and things like that. So, um, you know, I think, I think before you, it was just kind of 
casually drinking not, nothing i think i think the way that i think that i remember you talking about alcohol before we started dating and even when we started to date it wasn't a huge part of a relationship no i, I don't no. think so um but um you would go out and get three or five dollar pitcher of margarita mix margaritas from oh uh, yeah Chewy's. me and my roommate would go walk walk down to this little taco taco shop down the street from our apartment and yeah we would get five dollar pitchers i'm not sure they were actually five dollar if that's just what the bartender charged, charged. us the but two cute girls coming in they they were sugary <laughs> and awesome and yeah we we mm-hmm. were on entry-level salaries so that's about what we could afford yeah. and yeah, yeah um we thought that was pretty fun um and in in more serious notes i was still kind of reconciling like i mean i was fine with drinking but still didn't know quite how it all fit into uh, my life and trying to be somebody of quote high moral standing um, or whatever. So I was still mm-hmm. trying to reconcile kind of what that all meant and kind of how to be somebody who drinks alcohol without, you know, being like, I, I think my own perception of like being a quote partier or something like that. Um, so I was, I was still kind of working through what all that meant for me. Yeah. Cause I think you and I both, we were both not drinkers in college. Mm-hmm. Like we just weren't no. that. That wasn't our scene. I know there are people that are listening to this that like they're that might be like, well, like wait, what? I know you that sounds really weird to go to college, college and, and not drink. <laughs> but we didn't really. I mean, yes, Pepperdine is a private Christian school, but I don't. I mean, don't take that as like it's a bunch of like holy people that is not the case um you can find any There's crowd that you want there, yeah. i think at, at like any university you can find any crowd that you want to um and so uh you have the people that party every week and that get plastered all the time and then you have people like us that i i never pursued that but mm-hmm. i had plenty of friends that did that oh sure yeah um, well, honestly i just had kind of fun without with my friends without that and we were fine with it so yeah yeah so okay so then I enter into the picture and really, I think the first couple of years it was like, I, I, cause I was not just, I was into craft beer, but I don't think you fully knew as m- fully knew how much in craft beer I was, or maybe that was also me like really starting to get into it. Yeah. You were, you homebrewed at the time. And I know, I mean, I remember you like getting so excited about the arrogant bastard at in the pays which was a little wine shop we went down to mm-hmm. um but i don't i don't even think you had quite gotten full steam just yet I, I i think we could see the um beginnings of it but i think it's before you had dove quite as deep as as you are now yeah i think that was um and, and Vindipays was a place that I played at and then ended up actually pouring for just like a very small bit um but Vindipays kind of came our, our almost like our haunt because yeah. you would come down for the weekend mm-hmm. and stay at my place and then I would play Vindipays or pour at Vindipays mm-hmm. and you either come down watch me and get free drinks with my sister mm-hmm. or just go yeah I'll see you after the show and then yeah see me after the show yeah I'm I'm the worst um no <laughs> groupie wife ever <laughs> <laughs> no because after you've seen someone play several times you're like okay I'm bored of all these songs yeah a little bit yeah yeah um, and then I want to know from your perspective, how was it seeing me like get into beer? Um, you know, that's a good question. It was, I think it was a, it was almost like 
getting into the 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 swimming pool with your toes first and then you get to your knees and you get to your waist and so on you didn't plunge necessarily I feel like it was kind of a slow addition to the point that you know when we moved to Texas we were talking about you changing your entire career to get into craft beer that's Mm kind of probably the how how far I've gotten but it's not it's not something that I guess I kind of, it was, it was a slow adjustment for me. Um, I think probably the, um, I was always excited that you were into it. It was fun. I enjoyed learning about beer from you. Sometimes I was very bored learning about beer from you. No. Um, I know. The hard beard to tell. guy was like boring out the cute girl with beer facts. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I think probably what I just mostly had to adjust to was that, um, if I was going to end up with you, which I did, um, was that alcohol would be a big part of our daily life. And that's not mm-hmm. necessarily something I had pictured always as like, well, also what were you picturing as your husband? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always said I wouldn't marry a teacher or a musician, which I was doing both. He was doing both at the time. And, um, Alan physically is pretty much opposite of my quote type. But I find you very handsome. Oh, so. I thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, my shoulders. I do like your shoulders. Yes. Um, and what was that type again? Tall, blonde hair, blue eyes, yeah. athletic. Yeah, let's let's see. <laughs> let's start with the athletic. <laughs> it's okay, I'm not athletic either, so I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> my type was you the whole my, time. Yay. I didn't even know. It's like it. a hallmark movie. Aww. Aww. Um, so yeah, that is one thing I've always wondered, like, because I know I mean, I can see how I got into craft beer and how excited I've been um, and how you're right. I think that's a good way to put it. I didn't dive in, but I like it was a steady march towards the mm-hmm. sea. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that it was a, you know, one day I'm drinking, you know, Miller Lite. The next day I'm like, oh, screw that. It was one day I found this beer. Next day I found this beer. Next day I found this beer. And then it's just a progression. A progression, yeah. But you don't you don't do things halfway, Alan. You're kind of a all in guy, so I could see it coming. <laughs> and then I know, uh, and I've shared this on the podcast before, pouring at um, Wade's and playing at paying, playing and pouring at Vindipay's, um, and um, I've poured, I've done beer professionally a little bit. And you saw me do that. How was that from your side? Let's say, you know, my time at Wade's. Um, well, it kind of started as, a, not a joke, but you had way more energy than I did. And we just That's got right. married. And I told you to go get another job because you were driving me crazy. Because we would come home on a Friday night and I'd be exhausted because I, at the time, worked in a physical office. Now I work remotely. Um, and I'm an introvert. So to me, a Friday night was get on the couch, order pizza, and watch a movie. That sounded great, and you were ready to go out. So it seemed like a great solution to me, and it actually worked really well. Mm. Um, but, no, it was really fun to watch um, when I when I started visiting you at Wade's. And um, you have a different persona, for sure, when you're behind a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also just because you're having so much fun. Like, I can definitely tell that that's the only time I've seen you in a professional setting where you're just loving everything about it and something about you lights up. And I think part of it is, well, A, that you get to be social and you get to mm-hmm. be social and talk about something. You're literally getting paid to talk about something you like. So that's fun for that's, you. That's fun. Um, 
but there's just something about you that when you're behind a bar, you kind of light up and you're a, a different person. And so it was really fun for me to be able to watch that for you, um, especially kind of, like I said, to, that you were actually for once getting paid to do something you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really brought me a lot of joy. Um, so yeah, it was, it was nice. It was good. I, I'm, as we talked about before, it's, I don't think it'll be sustainable at this phase in our life with our, It'd be our a young tough. kiddos, but, um, for the time that it lasted, it was really fun to, to watch that be a thing for you. Yeah. And at the time I was, I, I would say that's the point in time where I really, I fell in love with home brewing and that was great, but I fell in love, I'll say, with like beer pouring at Wade's. Mm-hmm. And that was the time where I felt the most at home. I really do feel, and I, and we talk about this a bit, you know, just whenever we're at a place and I'm watching someone prepare a drink or pour a beer, and especially when they do it really well. Um, and I, I look at them and I go, Ooh, they're doing a good job. Or I look at someone and go, Oh dude, that's not the way to do that. And mm-hmm. you just kind of look at me, roll your eyes a little bit. Um, but yeah, being behind the bar there, that really does bring something else out in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. And it's, it's, it was fun to see you encourage me to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now with two kids, that's probably not the best choice for me. At this point in time, well, I would love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've told people this before, and um, that and, I, and we've talked about this more than a few times. Of being behind the bar means being out when people are drinking, mm-hmm. and when people are drinking is when you want to be out. Correct. So it doesn't help because it's uh, with the, with kids, especially because then it's like, okay, you want to be home, especially I want to be home helping you out with the kids, but that's yeah. the time when people are out drinking. Absolutely. But our reality is our, our nights end before most people start. Yeah. I joke often that I'm grounded after the hour of seven with very little exception. It's exciting when I get to see nighttime nighttime out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it would definitely be, I think it, we would have, and I mean, I know there's people who deal with, with all sorts of shift work in their marriages all the time, but I personally treasure that that we get basically the same work schedule and that we get yeah. to be with the girls. It's, it's a short time, but you know, girls come home from work with Alan. I close my laptop. We have two, two and a half hours together as a family. It's really joyous. We do bedtime together. We clean up together. Mm-hmm. And then we basically go to sleep immediately. Yeah, but all much. of that wouldn't be possible if instead it was a pass off at four, you were off to the bar and I was with the girls. Yeah, that would be tough. I mean, we would pay for daycare, but <laughs> We would not pay for we would You have, know what? Oh, that sounded good. That does sound good. But you and I wouldn't, I don't think we would feel a strong partnership. I feel like we'd be more like, feel like almost like coworkers. Like yeah, because it would be the passing the off. It would be, it would, it would add a challenge to the relationship that for I don't sure, think you sure. and I really want to go through right now. We have the liberty to not. And like I said, a yeah. lot of people don't. And if that's what they have to do to make it work, then that's amazing. And I applaud and, those people, but and we're I lucky would, to not have to. And I feel like if anything were to happen at my job, that would probably be us real quick. It's very possible. Because um, I could always go back to pouring and beer slinging yeah. and doing things like that. Yeah. You've got the skill. I think you'll get hired quickly, um, depending on the place. It, it would it would be the best financial option for us. But yeah. Hopefully yeah. we don't have to. Hopefully we don't have to. But I'm, I'm digging the podcast. I'm doing all this fun stuff here. It's fun to watch you do this. Not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> I, I like this. Um, so let me ask this then. We've got... Uh, let me put it this way. What are some of the 
um, fun, positive, unexpectedly like, Ooh, that's been fun that have come out of me being into beer, um, slash in the beer industry, now doing the podcast to what are some of the challenges that have come out of me <laughs> being into beer, working in the professionally in it and now doing a podcast. Sure. Um, you choose the order. I'll start with positive. I'm an optimist. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I think one of the most fun things has actually been, um, as you've gone deep into beer and discovered it, um, you've really helped me uh, find beers that I love. And then what's really fun as well is when you kind of hear somebody say, I don't like beer, and it's kind of like a challenge accepted, uh, Barney, from what's, <laughs> from that one show sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> level of um you know, where, where you, you really try to figure out what beer. So that someone would like, so I've literally like dragged people to you at parties been like, type him, figure him out. You know, um, you've only <laughs> failed with one person. Yes. <laughs> Dana, um, Dana. <laughs> if you're listening, um, I'll, I'll tell you to listen since I gave you a shout out. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that's been really fun is it's really such a diverse, um, taste experience. You can't mm-hmm. really say I don't like beer. Usually, if you don't like beer, you're talking about Bud Light, which I don't like either. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I say that a lot, don't I? Huh. Um, <laughs> he's giving me this look. Um, so, I think that's been the fun part is really just discovering this mm-hmm. taste thing. And I really, um, even though I'm not always really excited to drink a beer, I really enjoy the beer community. I love the beer culture. It's just a, such a warm, engaging opening open place no mm-hmm. one's really snobby i mean there's there are those guys there that, are definitely oof. yes i say guys i'm sure there's females too but usually the females are really sweet so <laughs> you you definitely have talked to more of the females in the beer community i think the wives kind of gather um is there kind of like a beer wives club when like these shares and all that happen a little yeah okay. yeah um because i've definitely seen you like especially when we're at at shares and let me explain a share real quick. When yeah. a bunch of people come together, <laughs> open up a bottle of beer and just kind of like pass them around and like, oh, here's a little of this one. Here's a little of this one. And then I start deep diving into the beer nerddom and I see you off to the side with like some other wife with a beer, you know, as well, but going like, oh, and talking about something that is absolutely not beer. Well, the last two shares I've been to, mm-hmm. the first one, we had just found out I was pregnant with Charlotte. That's right. And I wasn't ready to tell anyone not that anyone there would really like it's it's not at least not my circle mm-hmm. but so i just kind of like said oh i'm just sipping off alan and kind of avoided it um and then the second one i was visibly pregnant so it was some one other person so we just kind of sat in the corner with a couple mm. other wives the whole time yeah <laughs> um i mean we don't mind but anyway um i don't remember what i was talking about but basically yeah no the, the community is lovely um and uh there's just something really nice about going to breweries are for the most part, really family friendly. So I don't feel weird about bringing my girls there. Um, mm-hmm. and just kind of enjoying it for what it is. And it's just kind of a no pretense type of environment. In fact, they kind of shun people with pretense. Yeah. Like you said, like there are those beer guys, but for the most part, they're not really particularly liked around there anyway. So it's, yeah, the, the beer community, I, at least I've had way more positive experiences For sure, than, yeah. than negative. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like when I'm with wine people, it's, it's pretty 50, 50, not going to lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> even I personally prefer wine, <laughs> but also being part of the beer community and me getting into beer. I've also learned about, uh, I've also dove into wine and spirits and liqueurs yeah, and things yeah. like that, which I don't think you've 
it seems like that's like the extra side cherry on top of all this. Oh yeah, no, that's totally fun. Like especially like kind of as as these micro micro distilleries have popped up and now cideries and things like that. It's just really fun to kind of see what what all's out there in like mm-hmm. the fermented and spirits realm of things. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a cool little it's a cool scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I like how Fort Worth is growing. It's not mm-hmm. not California. No. But there are few are that are like California, and it's still growing, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then the negative side. That was the the, I'll say the challenging the side. The challenging side. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Um, certainly time away is, well, like I said, I'm an introvert, so sometimes I'm like, yes, please leave. But um, <laughs> I swear I do like my husband. Um, just like alone time. Um, Kelly needs her cave time. I love my cave. <laughs> Cave time being you with an iPad and like wine and Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, that's a good start. Sometimes it's a bath. Sometimes it's just in the bed with the pillow fort. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, certainly, um, especially kind of as we've had the family and things like that, and we're, you know, I definitely view the podcast as um, a, a priority. It's one of his obligations, and he's really good about prioritizing it below like the family things and working around our fam- our schedule and whatnot. But there's been plenty of times that, you know, you've gone off for an interview and I've needed to stay home with the girls and um, maybe call my mom over, maybe just handle them my own, which I can totally do. They're my girls. I love them. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think that that's the sort of time away um, situation, whereas like if we were um, in, if this was all happening five, ten years ago, I would probably just be there with you um, Mm -hmm. and enjoying it. And um, definitely there's some, there's some give and take and trade off and things like that. And, um for the most part, we haven't had to pay for too many babysitters and we've got really good credits with my mom, sister and best friend and a few others. Yeah. I don't think we've had to do too many babysitters with this. I think just once, twice, twice, twice. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. (laughs) But, um, you know, but we, we kind of make that choice and we, we try to keep them either with us or with family when we can. So, um, you know, there, there's a trade-off, but mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of other things, there's there's no negative thing. I think you stay a little longer than I would like sometimes, but once again, that's the introvert. I can't just walk into a room, room of strangers and make 10 new friends, and you can. In fact, you're usually given like a private tour behind the bar and shown the <laughs> system and <laughs> what's what's not on, what's coming up next, what's the barrels next and things and, like that. Yeah. So um, I get really bored, but... That's not really a beer thing so much as a introvert versus extrovert deal. Married to Alan Hyde thing. So, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't want to put it that I have a knack for, for talking to an owner, but the, I think that people into beer are really excited to talk about beer, especially when it's not the, the, um, when it's because yes, I do fanboy out, but I'm not trying to fanboy out because I can't wait to get the insider information so that I know something that everybody else doesn't know. Mm-hmm. It's more of I want to genuinely know, genuinely know more about how they're doing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you always get you always ask them one question that takes them off guard, and then they kind of like that's usually when you kind of get the entry into something more special because they're like, oh, this guy is like. A, actually really knows what he's talking about, and B, like is genuinely interested and not just like, I, oh, dude, can you like hire me? Like you're actually just like, you're I, interested I've, for, yeah. for interest sake. Yeah. Well, then stopping asking, can you hire me? I mean, I've done that before. And sure. That's really tough. Yeah. And there's, yeah. a, I mean, that's how you get jobs, obviously. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I think when we first moved here, um, I sent my resume out to, because at the time I think there were 12 breweries and four that were still in the works. Yeah. And I sent my resume out to all 16. Yeah. And then I walked into, I believe, 10 of them within like two weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. Or three weeks. Like, I would just take a day and drive all over the place. And this time we were living in Allen, and this is before Tups opened up. At which point I did walk into Tups and say, hey, can you know, yeah. do you need someone? They said no very kindly, but I ended up helping them out and doing that other thing. So, um, uh, a couple weeks, you know, a couple weeks before they opened up. Um, and that was, man, that was challenging. That was tough. I mean, that that's a lot of bravery to do that. So, so I'm not I'm not saying it negatively. I'm just saying it as one of your things <laughs> yeah it was it was definitely going in hoping to get a job hoping to get a contact have a job is also a different walk-in than wow look at these taps blah, blah blah what kind of system are you using is that the this and this or what kind of handles are those because you start getting in once you start to get to know and get to get a feel for like those types of things and the details mm-hmm. i feel like people once you start getting that that type of detail People start to go like, oh, well, what about... And then they give you that answer, and then they tend to attack on other things that you're interested in as well in the answer. Sure, yeah. Well, it's kind of... It's going in without an agenda. And Mm, I think mm -hmm. maybe there's a... And sometimes you just have to have an agenda, obviously. That's... Yeah. Everybody, you know? So it's not negative, but I think you genuinely walk in and you just have this pure just interest. Was... Do you have an experience of when this was the most annoying... Oh, man. Because I think I might have one in my head. I don't know. I don't know. What, what are you, which I, one are you I thinking think of? I we think because we were in Paso Robles, and we had done this little distillery tour, and I started talking to the master distiller there. Okay. And I started talking to him about uh, glycol and all these I other things. That, yeah. And I think I remember you and the group's reaction to going like, okay, you're nerding out and all of you just left. Oh, I, I know I've done that multiple times. I, th- but I, I think tend to do like, that. I just, you know. But I, I think <laughs> if there was a moment where I saw my wife like go, all right, I'm out. Done. Check. I don't care gone. about glycol, babe. I do not care about it's a glycol sleeve, right? Is yeah. Yeah. See, I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. <laughs> Things you never thought you'd know. So this is being a beer wife, ladies and gentlemen. It's great. <laughs> so what would you um, say to someone whose partner, um, you know, you know, have about having a husband? I'm just going to say partner, but we'll make it out to husband mm-hmm. um, that might be super into beer. What would you say to that partner? Um, any advice you give that you see them going down the path that I'm going down? Sure. Um, I think it's all about developing an understanding and kind of tolerance levels. So, you know, I'm really fortunate that, um, Alan really doesn't mind going places on his own and I don't mind him going places on his own. And Mm -hmm. I know some couples wouldn't be able to do that. And some people I've told that to think it's really weird. Um, Part of it is that there's 100% trust. I don't think he's going over there for any reason besides to enjoy the beer and to network and to get to know people mm-hmm. on a strictly platonic <laughs> yeah. basis. I don't, I don't really have any um, questions about ulterior motives, I'll say. Mm-hmm. But we have an understanding that he goes and I stay and that we're both happy with that situation. Mm-hmm. Or when we're um, out places and he kind of goes down that path like he kind of expects me to just be like all right i'm gonna go like 
just hang or talk to, you know, somebody with or, or whatever. But like, he, he, he and I are both very comfortable with the fact that he is super into this and I'm super not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that's okay. So I very much encourage him to go do his own thing. He encourages me to go do my own thing. And we have lots of things we enjoy together as well. But um, it all works because we have a shared understanding and an absolute comfortability in that kind of lack of engagement on mm-hmm. the hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I wouldn't say, you know, just tell him you or tell the other person that you just don't have interest. And cause that, that would be kind of insulting to somebody I'm sure. And if I said it that way to Alan, that would also be insulting. I'm sure that, that might be a little, but as long as you have a shared understanding of like, this is, this is how much I'm willing to get into this with you. And this is how much I'm not, then you're fine. Cause I do, I go to breweries with him. We open bottles together. Um, he tries to bring home things I'll enjoy, which I really appreciate. Like he mm-hmm. tries to involve me as much as I kind of want to be in the hobby, but he doesn't expect me to go down deep with him. And that's fine. Um, so I, I feel like that's probably, is just like, what is, it's just expectation setting. It's a lot of conversations. It's a lot about checking in and making sure. And especially like when he decides to go off to, a, a you know, an anniversary event or a this mm-hmm. or a that, like it's that I'm cool with either deciding to come and figuring out alternative arrangements for our kids, mm-hmm. or I'm cool with my decision to stay. But it's just this kind of constant conversation about like where he's going, what he's doing, what he's buying. And if that's cool with me. And I make it sound like it's all this permission thing. It's not really that I was at about all. To say, I, I was about to say that we kind of, we don't work on so much permission, no. but like uh, we call it the, a, a blessing. A blessing. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, the same token, I've got things that aren't the pub, the subject of this podcast that I won't get into, but you know, like there's, there's things that I'm doing on the other side that he's kind of staying home for. So, like so there's a lot of give and take. Let, let me say, if my wife could start a podcast, it would be on being like super career mom. Probably, yeah. Because I don't have you hobbies. are super mom and super career and put those together and that's what you would be. Yeah, for sure. Because if there's something that like as much as uh, we're, like beer talk to me is like an essential part of my life. Work talk for my wife is an essential part of her life. And I grew up in a family that we didn't talk, you know, the the gospel, you don't talk business at the table. <laughs> we just, and, and part of it is my, my family beyond my mom um, I think my dad never cared for his job, still probably doesn't. Um, my mom is a TA in a special needs class and it's not that she talks about teaching, but talks about the students talks a about lot. Her kids and her coworkers. Yeah. Her yeah, and friend, her coworkers. Her yeah, they're yeah, all but, real close. Yeah, but they're all real close and that's, that's that. Um, but we never really talked about work. Mm-hmm. Um, you love talking about work. I do. And I do. you have a passion for like corporate and business and sound weird, but I, I genuinely no, you, I weirdly enjoy my job and I weirdly enjoy walking into the office, even though, like I said, I don't have an office right now, but, um, no, I but like you, it. You I, love that. I do. It's fun. And if you, and like I said, if you could have a podcast about that, you, you would probably do very well in that. Yeah. Something around like working mom would, I, that's already a trademarked thing. So sorry, working mom people, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that's what I would talk about, but, but that's, um, I, th- I think you and I both have um, an understanding of of celebrating each other's passions because sure. when you start talking about work, I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. And it's not that like that's the most interesting thing to me at the time, but I want to make sure you know that I'm celebrating and paying attention and trying to 
um, edify you by the attention that I'm giving Yeah. and listening and trying to understand everything that's going on with that. Yeah. You're interested because I'm interested and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh my goodness. This beer is so good. <laughs> I'm really loving this. Um, so that's what you would say to the partner. What mm-hmm. would you say to the person that is getting into beer? Say, um, we'll just, we'll just stick with, a. uh, uh guy mm-hmm. who is getting into beer because i mean i'm looking at my stats i think i at least on spotify i need to get better stats by the way <laughs> that is one of the goals for 2020 and get a better handle on my stats but um i think i've got like a 93 percent men to women listening okay so i'll say dear beer dude dear beer dude with a girlfriend or wife or, or partner significant other of any yes sorts um Yes. So, dear, dear beer dude. Dear beer dude, um, who's in a who's in a, in a relationship? In a relationship, or would like to be in a relationship. That that maybe also... it's a relationship with beer. It needs to get in a relationship with a human. Just saying. Just... <laughs> um, sorry, I'm getting snarky. It's getting late. Nine twenty-two. So that's practically getting night late in my for head. us. Um, you know, I would say include your partner, but also check for interest and um it's kind of the advice to person a but the communication thing and just mm-hmm. really it's i think at least being married to you alan you you like i said you go deep in your interests and not many people get as interested in things as you do on any one thing um which is fine that's just mm-hmm. you, you dive deep but just really kind of come up from the deep and every once in a while make sure that person is like comfortable with, with what it is that you're doing and how you're interested. And, mm-hmm. um, it probably, the other thing is that, that they're also feeling that you're safe. Um, you know, do you know your limit? Are you mm-hmm. getting behind a wheel? You shouldn't be, you know, sort of thing like that. Like yeah. your loved ones care and your loved ones think about that sort of thing. So just make sure that you're also making smart choices there. Mm-hmm. Cause they're gonna be a lot more supportive if they know you're Ubering home or lifting or taxiing or whatever it is that you Right. Um, can I bring up something else that we haven't talked about yet, but I think is a major part of this as well, underlying everything? Um, how much beer costs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that um, something that I try to be really aware of mm-hmm. um, is that we've got, I'll say this, before kids was not as aware. <laughs> Post kids, way more Very aware. Very aware, yeah. Um, of how much beer can cost slash alcohol slash anything that you start to d- dive deep into. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was starting to get everything for this podcast and I'm looking at costs and I was hunting down the bargains mm-hmm. on all of these things. Cause everything that I'm using right now is either something that I've had for years and years and years, or I got a super good deal on mm-hmm. and hunted for like a month or two before I bought it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, being open and communicating about that um, is something that uh, I think has helped us out because I don't normally spring on a, hey, I just spent X, 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 X amount of dollars on said beer thing without having some type of of um, blessing upon that. And maybe we should explain blessing a little bit because it's not permission because I never want to, I never want you to ask me permission for something but it's more of like a, um, like, like I really support you in this or, yeah, or... it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit checking on finances. Like, can we, you know, mm. I'm looking at this, you know, 
what else do we have that, that we're needing to use our fund money on sort of stuff. But yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's good to know that the other is mindful. So like, I don't even know that we have a threshold necessarily, and this is not, you know, a marriage podcast, but you know, we definitely kind of check in on things that are a little bit above just a typical, Mm -hmm. typical expenditure, uh, just to kind of make sure everyone's good and copacetic. And if we need Mm -hmm. to kind of delay one thing for the other or vice versa, like when there's like the, the black Tuesday, I was just about to say black Tuesday. I know that whatever I had in my head for that week for something, probably needs to wait because it's not going to be around and because i've learned that there's a cadence to this stuff but he doesn't go after every whale um and i think you've explained Ooh, whale before good, Ooh, good. did i have a good you one you just had a good one a whale uh, I don't a know. highly sought after beer yes it is it's not just like a highly sought after beer it's like the beer the beer yes yeah. which black tuesday is one of them I black think. tuesday can still be considered a whale i can think be. okay yes um yeah it's and and I think that's the the communication part of all this. And I, I do think like yeah, this isn't a marriage podcast, but I, I had you on this because we're married and I think we got a really good thing going. I think so. Um and if I can share a little bit of that with other people that are married slash in a you know, committed relationship slash going like, Oh, this is how you know, this is how um I think we've got a great relationship and how we've kind of handled all this. And I can share that and make that um, even something that someone remembers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I want, you okay. know? Yeah. Well, here's my tip number two. Sitting here oh. staring at a sticky monkey. How much did the sticky monkey cost you back in apparently 2016? I think this bottle cost me, oh, I think we got this. I think it would have been about eighteen ninety nine in okay. California. So and your typical IPA is what ten twelve dollars? Not even. Um, yeah, like a like a can or like a whatever. Um, I'll, I'm gonna put it this way: if I'm buying it at the at the bar, probably about ten dollars after tax and tip. Okay, like and that. which one was I happier about you? buying oh the 1899 one which one did i probably tell you to buy and yes. ask you to buy a second yeah. so tip number two buy something your partner enjoys and you'll get yes. a lot less <laughs> um what's the word uh a lot less um pushback push pushback back. yeah uh there are a whole lot more blessings your way if you're finding mm-hmm. things that you can enjoy and that's a really good I think that's just a really good way to put it because I think of also like the music that I listen to and the, the things that I do that are experiential. Um, you and I are very fine with each one of us going to movies by ourselves mm-hmm. or concert by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a like, Ugh, I can't, I just can't, but it's like, I just know you're not going to enjoy the punk rock concert I go to. I'm not, I'm going to ruin it for you. You're just going to sit there and go like, this is loud. Yeah. And, and I'm going to go like, yes, flicks, it's loud. So... Yeah, and I ruin your chick flicks because I look at them and either A, for somehow I just catch what's going to happen and I ruin the whole movie. He ruins the ending. You don't know they're going to end up together. They might not. He ruined it. I also called out when like someone was going to die in something. I was like, oh, they're going to die. And you yeah. were like, no. And then they died. They died and you were like, no more movies for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the other thing is that it's... <laughs> It's finding those things that you both enjoy, mm-hmm. even if it's like little parts where they intersect. I think that really does help out. 
Um, because I mean, yes, I was saving this bo this bottle of beer for you. I could have opened this bottle of beer really anytime this last year, mm -hmm. but I knew I wanted to save it for a moment that you and I had together because I knew you were going to love it. And I do. And that's very mm -hmm. sweet of you. Mm. He's a sweet man. He's very good for like watching for my needs. Apparently sticky monkey is a need in this scenario, but it's a good allegory for us. <laughs> Why not? And I love it when my wife says somewhat dirty things without saying expected. That was not dirty. Oh my gosh, it was. I have to share this with my... I, I can't share this anymore. That's it. Uh, that was so good. I didn't mean to. That's so stayed in. No. I do that uh, sometimes. I don't mean to. I've I've wanted to say it a couple of times, but that I, this okay, time cost, that is, I, that that is that the was, end of it. I was doing a beautiful... You were doing so good. Wrong subject. <laughs> we can't take that out. We oh, can't. We got to keep that in. Oh. Fine, I'm not sharing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting the look of like, oh my goodness, just oh my goodness. I'm also blushing a little. Just a little. Ugh. Um, do you have any questions for me, babe? a couple oh please okay okay so so 18 20 years from now girls are grown mm -hmm. what do you want them to say about you and about beer and about their experience Ooh. with alcohol when they're adults um i hope that they are let's say they're in college or wherever they are in so many years and they go yeah my dad was really or is really into beer like really into beer and I, the first thing I want them to say is, I've never seen my dad drunk. Mm -hmm. um, they may say, you know, uh, I've always seen him around beer, but I've never seen him lose control or be that dad that um, um, never, um, that they, they didn't know what to expect out of him when he had a beer. Like, I always want them to see dad in control around alcohol. And I think I've done a good job of that so far in the three years that Charlotte has been around. Mm -hmm. um, I know there have been times where I've been to a share or been to something and some things have caught up with me and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was a lot. Mm -hmm. And that hit me way harder than I thought it was going to. And you've seen that happen. And there are times when like my birthdays, sometimes I'm just like, screw it. I'm having fun. <laughs> and I don't get blackout drunk because no, I don't want to ever be that. But I've definitely been like, okay, I'm done for the night checking out party mm -hmm. out done you know um i hope that they uh, and i'm already doing this with charlotte a little bit is trying to go what do you smell what do you taste mm -hmm. um i hope they get an idea for being observant by the way he doesn't give our three-year-old beer she doesn't taste no 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 it. no but like when we're <laughs> we're at a grocery store i love to give her this the fruits and say what do you smell what does this smell like i know you just said yeah. beer the taste yeah, yeah, yeah. So i wanted to clarify. i want that thank you um i want them to um um see how i'm passionate about something and to hopefully find charlotte's knocking our child is knocking speaking we'll of be children back. be back and we're back. Fourth time's the charm. Fourth time's the charm. <laughs> um, I hope that they see their dad passionate about something. Because, I mean, I'm not only passionate about beer. I think that 
um, I could have started this podcast about guitar slash guitar mm-hmm. music stuff, and I think I would have had the same amount of stuff to talk about and go down that road as well. But I'm just more connected to the beer community here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Um, so I think that's what I kind of hope that they see. And when they turn 21 and I pull out this bottle of Black Tuesday that I bought in the year that they turned 21 and then open it up and go, wow, this is really good. Maybe I'll give you some. That will be <laughs> a good time too. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, and my second question has nothing to do with about about nothing to do about dad and to beer, but what question are you tired of answering? What question am I tired of answering? Around oh, beer. Around beer. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I think I'm done with what do you think about hazy IPAs? <laughs> I think I'm just kind of done with that question. Um, is it a fad? Um, when are they going to die out? Um, what's your, what's the best type of hazy IPA? Um, I think also, um, what's the best beer? I think that's also one that I think that's just kind of, I, I've, 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 it's, it's been run into the ground. I think that we need to, the beer community needs to move away from what's the best beer in the world. Um, or the best beer at the moment. Mm. I think that, um, it fluxes and changes with perception and fads and all those other things that it's just what, what are you drinking? What are you exploring? Mm. I think it needs to move more, um, inward. And then I think communities, specifically beer communities should probably focus on what are the beers that are getting, uh, the most hype in those communities. Mm. And I would hope that people would explore those beers more and then explore what are the beers around those beers mm. rather than like, what's the best traded beer right now in the country, blah, blah, blah. Cause uh, all that leads down to is you searching, um, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the goose with the golden egg, um, the goose that leaves the golden egg. It's just, it's just, it, you just, mm-hmm. or the, the, uh, pot at the end of the rainbow like you're you're trying to hit a target that really isn't there mm-hmm. because it yeah. you, you know you may find that wow that's an amazing beer but if that's not the thing you're into you may not fully it may not fully be worth your time i could totally see that yeah mm-hmm. yeah what oh well, back to you what is the question that you're tired of hearing about or is there something in beer that you're like I could not hear about this again my rest of my life and I'd be okay you know I think um only because I could probably say it as well as you in your mm-hmm. exact words because I've heard it so much people just want to know like how is beer made <laughs> and I could literally like <laughs> so you boil a pot of water and then you make a giant tea with a bag of grains and from there you get the malt oh, like I, I can do the entire you got that thing down. and so it's not that uh, that's usually what I kind of tune out of your conversations to be honest just because it's like I'm not going to hear anything new or novel the next five minutes and I can almost time you're it you're like out and I love you, but I can't hear it anymore. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny that you even say that because that means that you've been in enough conversations where that has come up to someone. And it's not even like, 
it's it's the periphery that you're hearing. Yeah, it's, me it's really to the someone, entry into a bigger conversation. Yeah, <laughs> so. and you're like, eh. Oh. Not to say it's not a good question. Like, and I know that yeah, you kind of light up at that because you know that mm-hmm. um, they are are interested in this and want to hear a little bit more. And that's a great question, especially. I mean, mm-hmm. most people don't really know how it's made. Most people don't know how most things that they consume are made. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I won't say most people. A lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how a lot of the stuff I consume is made, but. Um, and how does um, meat come from oh, the butchers? Inside from wrapped in plastic, like manna from heaven, from God. Just making sure. I firmly believe this. I know this makes me hypocrite. Sorry, vegetarians and vegans. I get it. Okay, just making sure. But yeah. yes, manna from heaven. Manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So anyway, all that to say, it's not a bad question. I just can't hear the answer You're just one more time i like, am yeah 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 now i would love that if anybody in listening to this podcast sees me and my wife hanging out come up to her and go hey how is beer made yeah that'd be super fun i'll be like i don't know ask alan i'll be back in 10 minutes <laughs> okay well babe we're kind of at the at the end of this little podcast um okay so is there anything I told kind of, at the end of this, I normally give the mic up to my guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say there is an Instagram account that you have that I think you would love other people to follow. Well, I, I make it private. <coughs> so unless I know you, you're not getting accepted. Well, no, no, no. But I, I do no, sometimes I, I, tweet. Yes. Oh, I, oh, oh, you're yes. asking. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally missed that cue. You missed the cue. There's another Instagram account. So, okay. okay. I'm going to say this. You do have personal Instagram accounts and all that. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm no, not. No, don't follow me. I'm, I'm not interesting. No. Uh, well, I would only. Or at least not to a beer person. I'm going to say only follow. I would only say only promote yourself as much as you want to be promoted. But I know there is something you do want to promote. You should follow at Alba Brewer. On all of the interwebs, as Alan calls them, because I listen to your podcast, yes. and you always say interwebs. So on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and aldebrewer.com. Yay. Well, the other thing I was thinking about was Hugo Nom Nom. Oh. That's what I was really <laughs> I... thinking about. I mean, you cut me off, but that's fine. You cut me off. Oh. I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Yes, I, I do that at the end, yes, but... You have a whole Instagram. I do, dedicated... but I haven't updated in forever. But that's okay. This will this will inspire me to do it. It's hungry Hugo, hungry Hugo underscore nom nom, and it is the adventures of our Dbat Dbot Robo back Dbat Dbot Robo back which is a it's pretty much brand a... of. It's, uh, it's a knockoff Roomba. It's a knockoff Roomba. It's a really dumb Roomba. And all the things he eats and gets stuck eating. Yes. And if you're wondering what could this be, it really is a Robovac that is just like, yeah, our, our our robot vacuum is super stupid. It's it's not so stupid. It's smart, not. So. And it, it's been stuck under, it's, well, here's the thing, it. People like don't say like you can't uh, address a personality to a robot, mm. but this one it gets stuck under a chair, and it, the chair that's like wide enough, like the four legs of the chair, just wide enough for it to get into, and then it goes it in a circle trying out. to get out. So sweet. And it's just like stuck and stuck sweet, and stuck, and then it starts Hugo. beeping. Dee, 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 oh, and like, his name is Hugo. His name is Hugo, as yeah. my our daughter named it. I think I named it. Did you name it? Yeah. Okay. But she she does because she's three. She talks to Hugo, 
as if he's real. So. My, my favorite quote from her so far is like, well, Charlotte, who is that? And she said, that's Hugo and he eats socks. <laughs> Which he does. <laughs> he does. To her, he does. So, um, so what, one more time, hungry. Hungry Hugo underscore nom nom. 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 And I love that account because it shows all the things in our house that get stuck. It's really just a testimony to how messy we can get sometimes. And how much you kind of need. Okay, people, guys, listening to this, do not buy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to husbands. Okay. Heterosexual husbands. Okay. Do not buy your wife a Robovac for any type of birthday, anniversary, anything like that. No. Buy it as a surprise. Like, hey, I've got this. It is a just because for us. For That's us. That's the keyword, not for you. What would be the wording to use? For us. Hey, hun, I found this on Prime Day or whatever have you mm-hmm. for whatever percent off that your significant other will be happy with that price. Mm-hmm. And I thought we... Mm-hmm. Might benefit from it. Not you, because that implies that she is not keeping her floors clean. Which, if it's me, it's true. But <laughs> I hate, I hate. You hate doing floors. Floors. I hate sweeping, vacuuming, mopping, all of it. I think it goes back to my days as a waitress. Having to vacuum a lot. <laughs> and I hate it. So... But okay. yes, the, the, the key the word is, it is to help us, us. not okay. you. Yeah. Uh, there you go, guys. Kelly to the rescue. Guys, there we go. Okay. All right. It's time to get this thing down and over with. Everybody, have a good rest of the night, day. I hope the holidays are, I hope the holidays treated you and are going to treat you well. We're a couple of days out from New Year's. I'm very excited about mm-hmm. that. Uh, I've enjoyed a couple of days off. I think we're both enjoying this couple of days yeah. off. It has been a lot of fun. Um, babe, I love you. Love Thank you, you for coming on the podcast. It's been so me. much fun. Even though we've been interrupted like four times by children. <laughs> Which really doesn't happen. It doesn't. Like normally our kids are out, they're out. These are like holy hours in our house. They're quiet. Yeah. We get things done. We yeah. actually like hang out with each other. Yeah. They knew. They, they knew. always know. They do. All right, everybody. I love you guys. Thank you so very much and cheers. Good night.